chapter nine of the ins and outs of paris or paris by day and night by julie de marguerite this librivox recording is in the public domain a bal masqué and the literati is a bal masqué a pleasure does the real spirit of fun animate it is it really so superior to all other diversions as to merit the interdictions of the prudish and the rhapsodies of the unscrupulous these are questions which have been agitated by several generations without ever having received any decided fiat or resolution from any century though the present one comes nearer to the solving of the problem than any other has done by almost universally eschewing the soi-disant merry bal masqué for it is a popular error to imagine that the parisians revel in their carnivals in dominoes and masks ladies are not nowadays when they seek more for general effect and less for private admiration fond of hiding their faces under a mask or their figures under the heavy and really concealing folds of a black domino a black domino and mask why where are the glories of costume and the fancies of historical conceits then gone passed away now without exception the only costume a woman of reputation can wear at a masked ball is as i said a black domino with a large hood made of black silk closed from the head to the feet and a black velvet or silk mask the only distinction allowed her is in her chaussure which provided it is black may be as elegant as she pleases and in her gloves which if they are white and she desires to keep them so must be changed two or three times in the course of the evening as to the men there is not one of them with any claims to respectability whoever puts on either costume mask or domino always however excepting our student of the quartier latin a few provincials and some ignorant or misguided foreigner now here are not the elements of a brilliant ball and when we add that at a masked ball at least at the only one still frequented the grand opera there is no dancing it will be found that a bal masqué owes its fictitious charms to the imagination of its votaries or to some extraneous circumstance of which more anon there are however during the carnival masked balls at every theatre besides those at public rooms such as musard's valentino's the casino etc etc but if you love not wit without mirth license without writ or a woman without modesty a peep of five minutes into any one of these modern saturnalias will more than suffice to give you a proper idea of the obscene realities of the bal masqué of your poetical and historical imaginings of all these the bal musard is the most remarkable and the most characteristic an immense space well decorated brilliantly lighted a delicious orchestra which for certain kinds of music dance music as the germans call it has become proverbial and which before the strausses and juliennes had arisen in imitation had no equal give musard's ballroom great advantage over all its impure fellows here the comme il faut domino is scarcely to be seen and men and women are all in fanciful gay and even rich costumes the women with very bare shoulders and the slightest apology for a mask hiding but just enough of the face to give piquancy to the rest the men are in every species of grotesque disguise from the traditional polichinelle and classic pierrot all sleeves and ribbons to the modern robert macaire all rags and rascality the women here are noisy rough and bold if a pretty tournure 
or what you can see of a pretty face should tempt you to a nearer acquaintance forbear her name is in all probability inscribed on that register of infamy kept by the police of paris the list of those wretched women whose existence would seem to be one of the necessities of civilization as it now stands now hour after hour this mad reckless meeting has been growing more riotous more hideous yelling drinking quarrelling till the witches sabbath in the hearts mountains pales before their orgies and now after a short pause in the orchestra scarcely perceived amidst the din of the floor the signal for the final galop is given to witness this far-famed galop de musard almost all paris has been clandestinely within these forbidden walls closely masked under the protection of their husbands carefully attended by a gendarme whom the husbands have hired for that purpose ladies stationed for a few minutes on the highest benches have looked down on the crowd beneath with a loud crash the orchestra begins then in mad whirl eighty or a hundred couples start with shouts and yells as if impelled by the infernal power that sent dante's damned in one eternal whirl through the murky air on on quicker yet quicker still over all obstacles spite of all fatigues still breathing changes to sobs and shouts become groans till the long hair of the women shedding its ornaments at each step streams over their panting bosoms till the mask sodden with perspiration literally crumbles from the face of the men to stumble or fall in this whirl of insane revelry is death the crowd will pass heedless over not even stopping to kick the prostrate body from its path but crushing it out of all life or shape nor does this end till all have thrown themselves exhausted on the benches around and are taken by the gendarme in the delirium of a brain fever to their homes if they have them to the hospital or the corps de garde if they have not very different is the only ball to which we can go the bal de l'opera though here after your curiosity is gratified unless you have inspired some secret passion which is waiting this opportunity to declare itself or unless you are gifted with that conversation which keeps wit afloat and throws a repartee from one to the other as jugglers do their balls i question whether you will not yawn at the end of the first hour before the second is over you will be fast asleep dreaming that you have had the courage to go home and are sound in your bed instead of sitting on a hard bench propped up against a stuccoed wall with three gas burners flaring over your head and a sombre procession of women looking like grand inquisitors laughing somewhat contemptuously at you as they pass if they notice you at all which they are generally too much occupied to do but the orchestra peals away unceasingly the motley swarm pushes crowds and jokes in the jammed pit and on the stage the boxes are filled with dominoes and with rows of well-dressed provincials innumerable english and americans sitting soberly and gravely looking down and around wondering when the dancing is to begin which it never does after a polka of five minutes executed by order of the managers by a few figurants and ballet girls and convinced that there is no doubt a great deal of fun going on if they could only find it out now my dear naive novices there is a great deal going on a great deal of fun and much that is far more serious at least in what it leads to but this is not the place nobody you would care to see 
nothing you care to know or understand is going on in the body of the house the bonne compagnie that for whom a bal masqué is still what it used to be in more corrupt perhaps but more courtly times a medium of intrigue of love and of wit all this is only to be seen in the saloon or foyer at twelve a masked ball does not begin till midnight you will find men with no sort of disguise sauntering into the foyer and seating themselves on the benches around then two or three women all strictly masked in the close black livery will come in arm in arm then one alone then others in threes and fours but all dressed alike and all unaccompanied by gentlemen in the foyer of the opera a woman under the protection of a mask is as safe from insult except such as her conversation may afterwards provoke as in her own drawing-room of course we are too well bred to make any attempt at discovering who may be hidden beneath these flowing veils of black silk though one could almost give a catalogue of the rank if not of the actual names of the wearers there are many great ladies ladies of historical names and reputations brought here by some overwhelming passion or bitter jealousy there are many giddy young married women of the chaussee d'antin here because les grandes dames are here all the very great actresses are here one can almost detect the majestic walk of rachel stalking solitary and sometimes looking round as if to accost her beloved young sister who is now no more all the femmes d'esprit are here that is all women who write but whom i won't call blue stockings because nothing is less like a blue stocking than a french authoress there i listened but an instant yet i recognized the sparkle of her wit light brilliant and unmistakable as the foam of champagne that is madame emile de girardin the vicomte de Launay of the siècle and near her is madame d'agot the grave and metaphysical daniel stern so long the companion of liszt and yonder though you can scarcely follow her restless movements is an english woman clever bright handsome and heartless having a thousand intrigues on hand caring for no one speaking every living language capricious as a sunbeam now wild as a bacchante smoking drinking riding and fighting now gentle pious prudish and devout a strict observer of the practices of the romish church that is the authoress of the best book on paris life mildred vernon of which you know nothing of many clever articles in the revue des deux mondes and is also the wife of a pale little poet much too slow and slight for so overwhelming a wife madame la baronne b de b is her name now rose s is the one she chose for neither father nor mother had one to give to her and hamilton murray is the name under which she writes but we are getting very indiscreet let us come to the bench opposite where all the ladies paused before the men who lolling with their hats on seemed the very pashas of the evening there is jules janet with his twinkling black eyes his fine though sensual mouth his long black hair standing crisply out as though each were a shaft here used also to be balzac whose small hands and refined intellectual head seemed not to belong to that coarse ill-clad body poor balzac the real genius of his age the painter of the manners of the century in which he lived 
how long he struggled with debts privations extravagant habits generous impulses checked by poverty till he found at last a wife after his own heart a widow noble as the czar of all the russias of whom she was a subject rich as a platina mine handsome affectionate and then having at last time to exist to breathe to enjoy he laid his head on his down pillow and surrounded by all he had ever desired or dreamed of died and there is alphonse carr the most sceptical satirical witty elegant of mortals who writes political squibs and sentimental novels and cuts fashionable womanhood into shreds who goes into ecstasies over a flower-garden and loves his dog better than he does the poor girl who left home and family for his sake yonder is alexandre dumas he has said enough for himself and has made himself as well known as his books he promised a little while ago to come to america and seek some quiet asylum on the banks of the st lawrence or the ohio which certainly left him a pretty wide range but spite of his genius his happy audacity and his popularity here as unbounded as our boundaries he would never be happy long way from paris where he has now returned from an involuntary exile beyond the field of waterloo besides it is only necessary to look at him to see the unmistakable traces of that african descent of which he is as proud as john randolph of his infusion of pocahontas and yankee doodle with his southern antipathies would not make half so much of the author as he has of his works and there handsome and uncombed is alfred de musset who wrote the best of all the poems in the style of don juan there is saint beuve the elegant scholar and profound critic and there but did i not prophesy rightly the hour is not yet up and you are yawning in a few minutes you will be asleep to bed to bed End of chapter 9